Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We're turning dreamers into doers. If you're ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. Welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. You guys, I'm really excited to introduce Ashley Moss to you. She created Rise Up, which is a company, an experience, a product. We're going to talk all about that. But Rise Up was born through her own journey with healing, self-love, and transformation. It is everything she wishes that she had when she was getting started diving into the world of personal development. Through her own experience, Ashley has grown a deep passion for empowering and educating women around the globe to come full circle in their healing journey. And that's her formal introduction. And my personal introduction is Ashley is this wild firecracker, fun-loving, full of energy, inspiring woman. Um, I, Her and I met through our networks. Uh, we spoke at a conference together. I'll be speaking at her Rise Up conference in June of 2023. So we are going to be sure to have um, the links for the all of the tickets for that event in the show notes. But we are here to share some of that. But um, Ashley, I am ha- I have you here to share you. So welcome. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. I'm so excited for our community to meet you today. I'm super excited to be here. Okay, so I was just having a conversation pre this this little podcast episode with Abigail, and obviously you listen to this because you love her. She's amazing, and uh, there's so many common fact, like so much. We have so much in common. We have very similar backgrounds. I'm also uh, divorced. I have also gotten into my sobriety. I have also learned so much about myself and radical self love over the past few years, and that's kind of what led me to this point. And uh, there's so much that I want to share on top of, you know, being an entrepreneur. I'm also a mom. I have three beautiful kids, uh, Andy and Ava twins, they're five, and then my youngest daughter, two. So I've been doing this and building this legacy, I will say, over the course of my children being very young. Um, it kind of catapulted a lot of things for me. But one of the biggest driving factors for me was changing and breaking generational cycles and patterns and seeing those patterns kind of uh, unfold within my own family dynamic. So it's why I got to this point that I'm at today. So I'm super excited to be here. I love that. And, you know, I remember listening to you speak at the Building Dreams Collective uh, event, the summit with Becky Hurley. And, you know, you were sharing a little bit more of your background and what you've navigated, what you've overcome, that a little bit more about that self-love journey. I want to hear more. And like you were talking about the subscription boxes specifically. And I thought that that was mm-hmm. such a cool, I I don't know that I, I don't think I know anyone who has a subscription box. So it's like, I see them in the world. And I, I was like, how did, how did you get that started? Or like, how did that really come about? So I started a subscription box company July of 2020. We were formally known as Abundance Movement Boxes. This was when it was just me. Um, Over the years, I have brought on a partner and we rebranded to what is now Rise Up Experiences. And uh, what started this idea was... Uh, back when I had my twins in 2017, I went through a pretty significant experience during birth. I 
went through um, a near-death experience, I was just a formal trigger warning, all right, is I was preeclamptic. Um, my high, I had very high blood pressure. I was fairly healthy throughout the entire pregnancy. And um, I did have gestational diabetes. I was monitored because of having twins. I was considered high risk. And uh, right towards the end of the birth is when I started to have like the puffiness and the black spotting, the fainting feeling. And I remember always calling the nurse hotline and they're, oh, it's fine. You're, you're pregnant with twins. And when I went to the hospital is when they told me I couldn't leave. And essentially it had a, it had escalated into a help syndrome, which I'd never heard of in my entire life. Um, I've heard of preeclampsia, but it's essentially an aggressive form of preeclampsia. I started to experience organ failure and it happened actually right after I birthed my twins, which is super rare because those symptoms alleviate typically postpartum. But I went through and had a hemorrhage hematoma and um, was given a 2% chance of living. And while I was experiencing that, I felt like it's true when they say that your whole entire life flashes before your eyes. It totally is. And I've had experiences like that, especially when it came to drinking and making those decisions. But the biggest thing for me was I saw how I felt so unfulfilled. I was not ready to let go. I did not feel at peace. I did not feel like I had done everything that I wanted to do. And I felt like I was about to leave this world being complacent in my life. And um, after that whole experience happened, it was kind of this little seed in my head and nothing really came of it until my twins had turned one. And I was kind of still struggling with postpartum things, um, PTSD specifically in regards to my birth. And I remember my mom or some people telling me that I should listen to some YouTube help, self-help. And I was like, okay. And I started to listen to these motivational things, which I think a lot of people do in the beginning stages. And it kind of led me down the path of podcasts and then books and then healers or therapies or breathing techniques. And I, it just kind of went into this little wormhole of like a rabbit hole of all this incredible stuff. And with that, I got pregnant a couple years later with my youngest daughter. And it was when I was about five months pregnant, I was sitting in bed and I just thought of all the things I learned. And I said, how cool would it be if women had the opportunity to heal themselves? And maybe they don't know where they're starting, but I could give them a starting point and I could give them resources and connect them with coaches I can connect them with books, journals, you know, um, like I'm wearing this amethyst necklace right now that has been in one of our healing boxes and talking about the crystal properties and spirituality. Like, what if this was something that I could give to women that felt alone, that didn't have a sense of self, community, understanding? And it was an idea that just bred into this giant movement that we now consider rise up experiences. And, uh, it's transformed so many lives, including especially my own. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. And I, okay, so I took like a plethora of notes. So we're just going to roll down, <laughs> roll down. Um, because there's, I want to ask about your, um, a little, I have something about your personal journey, but I also want to ask about your professional journey too, which I like how you said trigger warning, because even my reflection in this moment, like trigger warning is you 
now that you've shared that exactly the way you did, I wanted to reflect, you have a zest for life only like someone who's almost died. Mm -hmm. I see it and you can... Again, trigger warning because it's coming out. Like, it's, I don't know what's what's wanting to come out, but like, you know those memes, the jokes about like you've never um, this and it shows like about childhood growing up. It's like you've never almost died and it shows, right? Like mm-hmm. that, not you, but like you can tell when people are really in entrenched in like what they think is very real when you get this glimpse of like how short life is or how like blessed we are to be here and that we get to, we get to be here and we get to explore life and we get to play and we get to make the most of it and, and dance and laugh and cry and be Mm -hmm. a mess and that we will come out of it and move on and, and, and we can make whatever we want to make of it. And I, that's my experience of watching you is like life is play and you're just like making it as you go. And that's kind of leads to the professional question is like, what did that take of you? Because to sit there as a five month pregnant woman and have this epiphany, mm-hmm. what did it take to really put it into action? Cause when, cause like anybody who would walk into your life right now, sees conference rooms full of two, three, four, 500 women, like life, woo, or these like intimate settings where it's, you know, maybe 30, 40, 50 women at a Tuesday night in a restaurant and taking beautiful pictures and like all this stuff. And it's like, how did you, how would you share that professional journey? Like, how did you get where you are? Cause I know a lot of people aspire to making the kind of difference that you are making. Uh, my first gut thought vulnerability for sure. It has totally transformed my entire life is, um, sharing not just the good parts, but the bad parts too. I started my personal development journey in 2018. You know, my twins were one and I never had the intentions of being a business owner. I just wanted to feel like I wasn't alone in postpartum. I wanted to feel like there was other people that could connect to how I was feeling. And that kind of just snowballed into so many different areas of my life. But it was also a therapeutic practice for me because for most of my childhood, teenage years specifically, I, I kind of sheltered everything in, kept everything in. I had a lot of, uh, I would say masculine energy. I was very hustle driven. I was very success driven, very money driven. And I wanted to always make an impact in the world. I just didn't really know how that was going to happen. I wanted to get paid to be myself. I wanted to make a difference and make people feel good. I wanted them to feel sad and to feel the emotions that they've been hiding from and running away from their whole life. And that took me being real about my life and some of the really hard things that I experienced, whether it been divorce, um, you know, removing alcohol from my life and what that took of me. And, or if it was, you know, shifting from this mindset of I've been abused to I'm a survivor and that does not define me. That is not my worth. I am not this person who I was five years ago. I am who I am today. And to this day, that vulnerability still is like yesterday. For example, I had a huge conversation on my stories about money blocks for myself and how I had struggled financially and how I'm a single mom and some some money, big money blocks were coming up in my life. And I had $10,000 taken from me from one of our was it like a contracting thing in, in our personal life and how back then that would have devastated me. And now I see it for what it is. Okay. What do I got to work through? And it's terrifying, especially being on a one income, right? 
And I have multiple streams of income. But when you look at, you've got three little kids at home and you've just been this and and opening up about that, I think that has been the huge, the biggest pivot point. And the biggest reason why I feel so many people are attracted to our experiences is because it's a room full of vulnerability. It's a room full of real people. Yep. I love that. I love it so much because our, our vulnerability invites vulnerability, you know, and Mm -hmm. I see that I imagine, you know, people feel safe around you and feel permission to be vulnerable or break down or not be perfect or, and, and then have fun and, and let loose a little bit, like all those different things. And so what would you say to perhaps the single mom or the person just getting started who's like struggling to make that start or they have the idea and they're holding back? Like, what would you say to someone like that? It's interesting because I literally just had this woman from Pennsylvania <laughs> message me two days ago and said, I want to do what you're doing here. I just don't even know where to start. I have no, I don't, nobody follows me. Nobody knows who I am. I'm just a mom. I'm just a mom. And I said to her, I'm like, that's where, that's where you're holding yourself back. You are not just a mom. Who are you beyond the title of mom? And a lot of people don't know. And it takes some very intense, uh, I guess, very intentional looks into your personal life right now. And especially if you're a parent, is you lose yourself in being a parent. You lose your sense of self and identity. And it's not that you've lost it. It's just that it's been buried. You just have to find it. You have to remember who you've always been, right? And that takes play. It takes playing with your kids. That means being more intentional with what you're consuming. That means, you know, making, you know, more conscious decisions towards I'm going to spend my energy around these kinds of people versus these kinds of people. And it starts with just being honest with yourself. Truly, it does. And um, I said, you know what? If I were you, I would look at events in your town. I would start getting outside of your comfort zone, get a babysitter, go to these networking events, put yourself out there, make the connections because you never know who you're going to connect with and you never know who's going to help you and who you're going to help by sharing what you have to share. It's just so many people put these fear blocks that they're not enough and that nobody's going to listen to me because I'm not there yet. I went to my first ever business conference six months into my business. I went to San Diego and I was surrounded by multi-million and billion dollar earners and I had negative $30,000 and I, nobody knew. And it wasn't like, like I wasn't ashamed of sharing that because when there was intimate conversations, they'd ask me, what do you do? Oh, I, you know, I own an affiliate marketing company and um, I'm just really passionate about learning from everybody. And they're like, that's the fire. That's the fire that's going to get you. You just got to keep showing up. And the connections I made back in San Diego are still here today. And so it just takes you just getting a little bit uncomfortable, but making that decision for you. It's scary for all of us. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> Amen to that. And so that's a great question that we I usually ask my guests is, what have you had to give up in order to get where you are now? So like what hasn't gotten to come with you? Relationships, past relationships. I would say was my number one is I took a really big, I reflected on the relationships I had with friends, with family members. I had no boundaries, none. Um, so it first, what the heck are boundaries, right? And I started to learn about healthy versus unhealthy boundaries. 
And um, I separated myself from a lot of people. And I said to myself, well, if they love me, they'll support me through it. And if they don't, then they weren't meant to be in my life. My biggest one was, was quitting drinking. I saw how many people were actually there for me uh, and who weren't. And that was the biggest indicator of where my energy was going. And so relationships, alcohol, I obviously got divorced. I feel in our relationship, I was in the path of growing and, and the other partner was very comfortable with the same stories they were telling themselves, which that's their own life. It's not my control or my responsibility to change that for them. And that's okay. Um, I guess a bunch of, I think the common thing you'll hear is the limiting beliefs, the stories, and they still come up and I'm 31 and uh, I've been in my personal development journey since, you know, for the past five years, it never stops coming up. You just learn to make it a part of your day and routine and you don't dwell on it as much as you did. It doesn't eat you. <sighs> I really love the, that what you're saying and, and very specifically the way you're saying it, because limiting yes to limiting beliefs. And I think that we've, you know, if you're in the personal professional development world, we might hear limiting beliefs so much that it becomes white noise and, but it's so relevant and it's so important and it's so valid because we all have ours and they're all valid to us. And then I love what you said about it. They don't go away. There's no certain income. There's no certain amount of success. There's no like point you get to where all of a sudden you don't have them. You learn to integrate them into your life. You learn to operate with them in concert with them, not in spite of them. Because I think the more we try to like suppress or avoid or fight or deny or resist them, they just kind of like choke can choke us. They can be constricting and crippling. But the more it's like, I, and I, I think that's that zest or that playfulness is like, you you have a lot of laughter around what what you're up against and that you're moving through those different things while also being able to seriously, I watching you on your daily sharing of the book that you're going through and just like speaking into, this is how we heal. This is how we process, like doing that in real time with people. So it's, it's the play and the, the seriousness around what, what can be stopping us and like what can't come with us where we're going, you know, or, or how it can't be the driver of our lives mm -hmm. anymore. And so I think that's just so beautiful and so insightful for people to be able to grab onto as they navigate chasing their dreams and such. And mm -hmm. speaking of chasing dreams, I think you're in, you're much like me, like in a new city every weekend month. Um, tell us about your travel life. Like you're attending conferences all over the country. Um, some of those are for you. Some of those are for other people. What is, what is all that? So I have this deep belief and I've seen it. This is how I've grown my business is support and collaboration is, you know, through the years, I've met so many people virtually and um, we have integrated experiences within other people's experiences and conferences, not only to support them, but to, to grow us as well. And when you integrate different communities, there's so much cool, like, I can't even describe unless you're experiencing it for yourself. Like we went to Florida and we had a group of 10 of us from our community go to this whole, and we live in Wisconsin, okay, whole ass new place and uh, integrate our resources with theirs. And it just turned into this really cool experience. And I think 
it's almost like we're making it a part of our mission. It's it's the more fun you have, the more money you make, it's the, the happier that you are. And healing doesn't have to always be like sad and heavy and grief. It's it's fun. It is humor. It is playfulness. And so we've been doing a lot of traveling and um, it has, I feel like that's the thing too, is people don't give themselves permission to travel. And why not? You know, like you can... There's some of the girls that went down there that were working down there. They're content creators and they were making money while being down there. And it's just like integrating it into what you're already doing. I love that. I love that so much. And and so then what does it look like to attend a Rise Up event? So for Rise Up, we are working on finalizing. We're going to have four retreats a year, one for every season of life and structure them around what different healers and coaches in our community need because we want to work together to build these experiences. And um, we have our yearly conference, which this year it's in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And uh, last year we hosted it in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And we had, it was about 40% of the attendees came from out of state. So we had people coming from California, Florida. We had people coming from literally all over the place to be here. And um, on top of a lot of Wisconsinites and Minnesotans and Midwesterners coming. Uh, But we had our first one last year. And I think we had 150 people in person for our first one with over 200 people virtually. And it was a really cool experience. There's a lot of different ways that you can be a part of our experiences. But the first is we always have an events page. We have all of our upcoming events there. Like Abigail said, she will be speaking at the June 15th, 16th event. And uh, if you use her name, like use her name, we got you. And coming to these events, I would say they're more so for individuals who are wanting to find their passion in life, find not find, but remember who they've always been. It's if you're in this life and you feel stuck, like, where do I go from here? I want a sense of community. I want, I want a sense of self and people are like, Oh, Green Bay, that's a little far or whatever, but you're going to meet people from all over the place. And I have seen some of the girls here, Green Bay become best friends with somebody in Florida. And now they visit each other all of the time. There's a girl that just these two girls just went on a Wisconsin Dells trip with their families and they met at our conference. So it's all about the connection and the vulnerability. We teach women not just healing modalities, but financial freedom, financial literacy, because we believe that every woman should have a source of income. We teach about feminine versus masculine energy. And for the first time this year, we are having two couples uh, lead different experiences so that we can start having the conversation with how do we bring this back home? How do we communicate boundaries with our partners? How can I encourage my spouse to grow with me? How can I get my kids involved in healing? And um, we want to do more of a family focus, more of a life focus, future focus on, on, on all of that. I love that so much. And um, I am so excited to be a part of it. So I'll, I'll definitely be there. I'll roll up <laughs> in the van. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's just so great. And you know, it's very out of context, but like getting to sit with all of the speakers last a couple of weeks ago when we had our mm-hmm. group call to prepare for this conference, like I just want to attest to the fact that you guys are gathering some of the most brilliant minds to 
then show up on your stage and share their mission, their message, their heart, their expertise, their insight and experience. And I just, um, I am so excited, one, to be a speaker, but also to be a participant and to witness the people that you've brought together. And kudos, like 150 people and 200 people virtual on a first event conference, like that is fascinating. And I know that whether they come, whether someone comes, this happened for me, and I think I'm sharing kind of from my own experiences, I started going to conferences and retreats as a participant exclusively, like a consumer. And the more I coach I became, I went as an observer and and like an understudy. So I was watching the conference itself, like the structure, the host, the the way it was being hosted, the aspects of it. And so it's like to be able to go and receive all of the nurturing and replenishment of a conference of that caliber, but then to also go and see it if you're a leader, a coach, a, a provider of the the personal and professional development work. It's like, it's really fascinating to see what you guys are putting together. And so I 10 out of 10 recommend and encourage anybody who's listening and feels aligned and inspired to head to our show notes and where what's the actual website they can head straight to to sign up riseupexperiences.co. So you'll find everything on there. Uh, You'll learn about our subscription boxes, our events we have listed on there. We also do some random, you know, little pop-up things here or there. Um, We also promote a lot of our coaches and healers in our space. So you can kind of learn about them. And um, yeah, this is super awesome. We have an Australian coming. She's super awesome. And her husband is so great. And it's just cool to see where geographically everyone is from. Like we've got a Colorado couple. We've got a Florida couple. We've got another woman coming from Florida, another woman coming from Milwaukee, another woman coming from wherever you're at in the world. (laughs) Yes. And I think that's that power of networking. Um, It's so interesting that this is what's coming through, but like, you know, the last two, three years, virtual and digital have, you know, really exploded, but the in-person connection, the belly to belly, face to face, in-person networking and learning and energy exchange is irreplicable online. And like, I am, I fully believe in the online services and there's something you can't recreate from the in-person experience. And so um, I just encourage anybody for whom that resonates to, to meet us in Wisconsin, June, us in Wisconsin. Of, June of 2023. And if, and if you happen to be listening to this post that event, there's always going to be something, as Ashley said, there's something every quarter. Hearts Unleashed is very similar. We host multiple things every quarter to make sure that transformation is available, affordable, reachable, tangible for everybody at every budget. Yep. Amen. Amen. (laughs) And amen to you. I'm so glad to spend this time with you. Um, I want to ask you our last question, which is what does it look like at this moment in time for Ashley Moss's heart to be unleashed? Ooh, that's a loaded question, ma'am. I know. I will say, I will say just whatever you feel called to do, don't let anybody tell you that you can't ever. You can. And you're so worthy. And I know this is probably so generic, but it's seriously how I live my life. How many times have I been told, no, you just keep going. (laughs) I love it. So no, no is ever going to stop you from going where you're going. So amen to that. 
I love it. I look forward to continue to watching the journey unfold and walking the journey together. So it's it's a pleasure to know you and to walk and to share you with the Hearts Unleashed community. So thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and Hearts, thank you so much for being here. I hope you got exactly what you needed from today's conversation. I hope that Ashley and I get to hug you in Wisconsin in June of 2023. So we'll see you there. Thanks for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast where we are turning dreamers into doers. We love you. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, visit us at heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, Hearts.